10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! It's... There's no need to fear. Hey everybody, welcome back to Super Black, an all-black panel podcasting experience where we talk about all things superhero, past, present, and future. From Marvel and DC to anime, there is no stone we will leave unturned as we take a deep dive into the genre of super-powered individuals and the worlds they inhabit. I am your friendly neighborhood host, Zuri Washington. I use she, her pronouns, and you can follow me on IG at Zuri with a fringe on top. That's Zuri with a Z, not Suri with an S. I'll leave it to the rest of today's super panel to introduce themselves. Take it away. Hello, everyone, whoever is listening. My name is Sheridan. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. And if you are interested in vegan food cooked by these hands, you can follow me on Instagram at Island Zephyr Cooks. You don't know how to spell Zephyr. It's right there. It's right there. <laughs> Oh, wait, you can't see this. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. My name is Jason Williams. He, him pronouns. And you can find me on Instagram at Blue Ranger 83. And don't forget to follow the podcast at Super Black Podcast on IG, or you can follow us on Twitter at Super Podcast. But now that we're all assembled, let's get started. So today's topic of conversation is what I call international superheroes. And what I mean by that is kind of, you know, the zeitgeist of superherodom is such an American thing. Mm. It's such a, like, it's firmly stuck in American culture and how it has influenced the rest of the world is really fascinating to me because, I mean, the, the easiest go-to is anime, to see anime and to see things like Dragon Ball Z and to see My Hero Academia and how popular it has been and gotten over the last, I don't know, I feel like it's been a thousand years at this point, but <laughs> from mm-hmm. the way that I've been watching it. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, and so that's what I mean by international superheroes. What do uh, what your, do any of you watch any anime at all? Well, you know, I watch it. I know you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, because you said question. you said international superheroes, and my favorite anything period poo is Sailor Moon, and I will stand by her. I will ride. I will stand by her until the day I die. Absolutely. Okay, like the first, like honestly, I mean, outside of Storm, but we can talk about Storm for like a whole episode. That's um, a whole two episodes. That's a whole. Yeah, that's a whole. <laughs> I am in a Facebook group. We don't need to talk about it. Um, but <laughs> outside of outside of Storm, you know, Sailor Moon was my superhero as a kid. You know, going yeah. they showed it like super early in the morning. Even though it was like the bastardized version, where they're like, "Oh, these lesbians are cousins," 
they're just they just really are close really? cousins you know <laughs> or i didn't realize until i went to J i went to japan when i was on the bring it on tour wow. and um i was sitting i i used sailor moon as a uh getting my ear acclimated to japanese because i speak enough japanese that i can mm -hmm. kind of get by but it helps me to just listen to it so i was watching sailor moon and i didn't realize at the end of the first season that they died i said excuse me everyone's <laughs> dead what's happening I, they cut I, that out Mm -hmm. Cut it out, cut it all out. And I was I, like, my wow. childhood is a lie. Mm -hmm. My childhood is a lie. You just said two things that I did not know about Sailor Moon. Didn't know that, that there were lesbians in Sailor Moon and did not know that they had all died. Oh my goodness. Sailor I, Moon, listen, when you want to talk about gender binary and, wow. and the, the, the varying spectrum, there are literally, okay, here we go. The Sailor Stars, all right, <laughs> I'm here. They, um, they come in later and the U.S. completely cut those episodes out because oh. when they aren't transformed, they look like men. And then when they transform, they transform into women. And so there's this whole storyline where oh. uh, uh, Sailor Moon slash Usagi and the leader of that group, they kind of like fall for each other a little bit, which yeah. I could talk about that whole relationship. Oh, y'all just put how me on. Okay, Cause... but the fact oh, it's good. It's it's like it's they. She you know she's in this like flirty situation because uh, what's his face, Mamoru uh -huh. Tuxedo Mask. He is gone. He Darian went to America. For those who do not know his actual name. <laughs> yeah, <Just> yeah. Like... <laughs> and I know I, I butchered it in my pronunciation, but that's okay. You know because. He's yeah. not there, okay? Yeah. But oh, okay. Seiya is there, and he's taking care of her, and then also transforms into Starfighter, and she's still taking care of her, too. And it's this whole wonderful, oh. like, nobody cares about gender at all. It's fantabulous. And it's crazy yes. to me because Sailor Moon has existed. When you really think about how long Sailor Moon has existed, it's since the 80s, right? Like when uh, 1992. Or, or no, 19, yeah, the 80s. The manga came out, yes. The manga came mm. out in the 80s. So so this, this thing that came out in the 80s um, that, you know, and, and during like, for American culture, at least during like the AIDS crisis and yeah. like all, all these, like, it's just, it's really interesting to see how Japanese culture handles um, not only uh, the superhero-ness and the magical girl of it all, but like also the gender uh, spectrum of how they handle everything. Mm -hmm. I watched, um, how is it, how's it go? Uh, Oran Host High School, whatever yes. the one. Yeah. And um, not to get distracted and talk about that because I could also talk about that forever because mm -hmm. I watched it. I watched it twice because I was like, "What's happening? I'm obsessed <laughs> yeah. with this show." Um, but, but um, I I wish that um, you know, as, as progressive as American culture likes to think that it is, it's not even close no. to what is happening in a lot of, of these, uh, especially Asian centric, but um, mm -hmm. Eastern kind of. Uh, uh, shows and it yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah oh my god sailor moon all day yeah it's because tsunami block that, that tsunami block of my cartoons as a child was like dragon ball z and yeah then i watched sailor moon or vice versa mm -hmm. and that was like that was my life for a period of time <laughs> you know what's interesting is that when you like when you first said international superheroes and i didn't i wasn't really sure like what you meant and when you explained it and then sheridan when you started talking about like oh the like, sailor moon and dragon ball z it's, I definitely watched those cartoons. I watched them, but I don't think I ever 
thought of them as superheroes for some mm. strange reason. <laughs> they weren't superheroes to me. They were like wizards or or just naturally magical na- beings. like magical right. beings, right? Like it, it, it wasn't like oh. I'm, you know, I have these magical powers and I go and I fight crime. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. no, they're just going through like life and like these kids are at school and then, you know, they're fighting this, you know, and say they're fighting this like these otherworldly creatures. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just never came off to me that like they were superheroes, but they obviously are. So and and I think that has a lot to do with how we framed or like American culture has framed yeah. superheroes mm, because yeah. that idea, you know, you think superhero, what do you think? Superman, you know, clean cut white dude with hair right. that doesn't move. And, <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm here to save the day. Like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Whereas, that, and then that's All Might in um, mm-hmm. My Hero Academia. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, All Might. All Might's uh, better than Superman. Uh, for sure. And, that's just a fact. Um, mm-hmm. But what I also love about, and I think this might tie into why you never thought of them as superheroes, is because the tendency with, especially in anime, is that people get these powers and they're like, I don't want this. Like, I was just normal. What's happening? Mm. I don't like this. Like, going back to Sailor Moon, she was like, I'm just a 14-year-old girl who likes to eat and oversleeps and does badly in school. And and like, I cry a lot she's and so I'm clumsy. mediocre. Yeah. Like you know. She's so mediocre. There's nothing special about Usagi mm-hmm. before she uh before everything else mm-hmm. happens around her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, typical and- girl. Exactly. And she doesn't, she isn't, when she becomes Sailor Moon, she isn't immediately like, I'm amazing at everything. No, she has to go through it. They die. Like everybody dies. Like she has to go through, she goes through some of the worst stuff where Mm. I can get into PTSD and all that stuff. But like her character goes through so much Yeah, and you get to see her grow into this person who becomes, you know, eternal sailor moon you know she's she believes in everybody and she fights for everybody and she cares about everybody and even though she's still that clumsy girl who likes to eat who you know likes to sleep and all that stuff she is also like this super powerful person yeah and because you go on that journey her whole journey is an origin story you know like Mm -hmm. it's it's very much like you start out and she's this talking cat's like hey guess what shablam (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i wish right i wish a street cat would just come up to me and be like bam and i'd be like okay let's go right? i'm ready i'm just waiting for my cat i have a black cat i'm just waiting for her to be like yes so what so what do you all feel then is the biggest difference i know there's like physical differences and how they're how how even they're drawn um right. superheroes and things uh in america versus in other countries like since we're talking about anime what do you think are the biggest differences in how um, the Asian culture is viewing superheroes versus how we view our superheroes? Well, I think it changes over the year. It's changed a mm-hmm. lot over the years. Yes. Like to start, like uh, Sailor Moon, all the girls are very thin and they're very mm-hmm. pretty. They have, long, for the most part, have long hair aside from like Amy and... Uh, uh, maybe one or two others, but like mm-hmm. uh, of the main squad at least. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think, but then you have in My Hero Academia, uh, my brain's not going to remember her name, but there's a there's a, a superhero that looks like a rabbit and it's a black girl. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's voiced by a black girl. Um, and she's strong. 
that, mm-hmm. that like that she'll kick you in the face like she's she's super strong you can tell yeah. like let her arm you, like she has those like patina miller arms and you can tell <laughs> <laughs> i know exactly what you mean that specific <laughs> image so specific but like um but uh they've started to um there's always been the unrealistic expectation of female body type and male body mm-hmm. type of course but yes. um but of body type in general yes. uh, of what you're supposed to attain to be mm-hmm. a superhero or what you are naturally have been god given uh in order to be a superhero um so i i think that it has changed maybe not as quickly as we all would like for it to mm-hmm. but there are definitely characters that don't fit into the mold mm-hmm. um and and sometimes those characters are drawn in such a way so that they have something to overcome. And so mm-hmm. that they're, they're like, they're the underdog. You root for them. Cause they're, you're like, they're not strong. Oh no. Yep. You have to, you have to like, you have to right. believe in them. Like Tinkerbell, okay. just like, yep. yeah. <laughs> you can do it. I you believe can do in it. fairies, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those moments make me cry. Like we're just like, you could do it. And then they do it. And you're like, oh my God, you did it. <laughs> I knew you could. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud. Uh, people are really uh uh my hero academia is going to be my my main source for this because it's so directly uh you know it's a world where people have quirks it's a world Mm -hmm. where uh superheroes and villains uh, Mm -hmm. superheroes and villains and people choose their specific paths you go to hero school or you're a like kind of middle ground person with a not great quirk or you're a super villain of Mm -hmm. some kind and um or at least like a petty thief um, so everybody kind of had like that's what not, you mean, everybody. Like, not everybody not everybody yeah because oh. the the main character in my hero academia doesn't have a quirk to start uh off the entire and by quirk series. do you mean like power Powers, yeah, like power yeah. mm-hmm. they call them oh. quirks um, wow, because some, okay. sometimes it is just a quirk. Sometimes it's like uh, just a weird thing that someone does, you know, mm-hmm. like their, like their, their finger turns into a spoon. Like, yeah, you're like, okay. Wow. okay, I need <laughs> to watch. <laughs> it's so good. It's, it's so good. really good. It's really oh good. And gosh. it really, it does an, I think a really great job in, ex, uh, explaining and highlighting the American, uh, the fascination with superheroes and just putting mm-hmm. like the slice of life high school vibe on top of it. It's kind yeah. of like if Peter Parker, but there were a bunch of Peter Parkers right. and they all went to school to be Peter Parker or to, mm-hmm. to, to be Spider-Man or, or men and women, et cetera, et cetera, people. Um, yeah, because I love to see the high schoolness of it all. Like they still have mm-hmm. to get A's on their tests and do mm-hmm. all those things. They still have crushes all... and like. Right. So there was a movie. I don't know if you all remember. I you might have remembered this movie called Sky High back in the day. Mm-hmm. It was oh, like yeah, yeah. Early two mm-hmm. thousands. And right. this sounds like a, a a better version. No shade to yes. Sky High because I don't no, know Sky right. High. But mm-hmm. this sounds like a better version of yes. of that. Hundred um, percent a more fully realized version of that. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Cause the main character, or it's not, not the main character I'm thinking of, sorry, uh, All Might um, mm-hmm. is very much like your Captain America, Superman, mm-hmm. all of those- uh, Blonde, muscular. Blonde, muscular. Got looks the stars very and stripes, yeah. Even yeah. though he's, even though he's Japanese cause his name is Japanese just to be mm-hmm. clear. But mm-hmm. like, but he looks like the epitome of American superhero dumb. He, and he is always, he's a representative and they make it really mm-hmm. clear what hero means to this universe. You mm-hmm. are a representation and you are a, you're an ideal for people to strive towards mm-hmm. so that they can feel like everything is going to be okay. Um, 
so that they can look to you and be like, and, and, and feel soothed by your presence um, and by your power and that you will always, someone will always be there to catch them if they fall. Yep. Mm. The unbeatable, the unbeatable force that they can look right. up to because that's the whole idea behind All Might too. It's like, he's the top hero. Like mm. no one can stop Number him. Number one. No one. They, yeah. they rank all the heroes in the, mm -hmm. in the show um, or they, uh, like the world ranks heroes by like certain criteria. Like people that are really great power, personable, able to, you know, do great interviews, like mm. all these like really kind of like things that you would like, like, it feels like a normal desk job, but they're mm -hmm. superheroes. Yeah. Okay. And I just, I just thought about the antithesis of this. Have y'all mm -hmm. seen the boys on oh, yes. Amazon? Yes. It's very much the antithesis of this where yeah. it's similar that the, everybody looks up to this guy who is perfect and everything they stand for and everything they believe in. But, but I haven't, I don't, I watched like one or two episodes of the boys and I got so nervous. I'll get there. I'll, I will get there. Must. So good. I, I know so it is, good. but you guys, I was so nervous. You like, when I get nervous, I'm like, I need to stop. And then I <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'll get there. But I was, I, I was started crying. Cause I was like, Oh, because that's how I felt about Lovecraft Country, and I was like, I'm oh. so nervous. I'm very, oh. I need, to, I need a break, so I took a break. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while, but I'll get there. Do yeah. it. Get back into it. It's what I, <laughs> I think know. it has been missing from um, our the, the superhero zeitgeist, if you will, in this in this country, as far as our culture goes. The way we were talking about anime and how they view superheroes and how they build them with flaws, and maybe mm -hmm. there's things that they need to overcome. We don't do that as much outside of these characters' origin stories in our normal superhero yeah. stories. And in the boys, it is like, it's constant. You see who these people actually are and they, you right. see them as people. Um, it's really cynical and I live live for it. It's yes. We, we, we don't I, I, I have love that in yeah. the superhero genre. We don't have enough. No. There is not I mean, enough. But then Watchmen, there's not a lot of it, but then Watchmen, yeah. of course. Um, yeah. But yeah. The, I, oh my God, we, we're going to talk about all of the, like flipping the genre on its head and what that looks like. Um, mm -hmm. For sure. That's a whole episode. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really, you know, American culture has been so, sh it's shaped so much of other cultures. Mm -hmm. out, mm -hmm. outside of uh, the the West. Mm -hmm. um, and it's so interesting to see how it develops, how that thought process develops, how they ingest our our own material and so for, for good or bad, um, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, so yeah, I'm trying to think of like other um, like firm examples, but the mat like the magical girl uh, history of, mm -hmm. of just, you know, that there's so many others, there's a, uh, Oh, what did I used to watch? Oh, Utena. Um, oh, mm -hmm. Which and, another queer, uh -huh, wonderful show. Uh, um, the Magical like, Girls were really just going for it, weren't they? Yeah. They were. They were like, <laughs> I'll take you. I'll take you. Like, you're great. You're great. Like, bam, bam. Like, the amount of, like, times where, like, in Sailor Moon, they see a really pretty girl. The girls see a really pretty girl, and they're like, oh. She's so pretty. Oh my God. I just want to be around her. <laughs> like, right. you know, like they blush and they're like, oh my gosh, she's here. Like, <laughs> they just, it's like, yeah, everybody, you know, like sexuality and gender is a spectrum. And we're just going to say that. And that's what it's going to be. Go ahead. I was just going to say, we have also, um, when you got me, you got me thinking, um, we have also kind of taken some things or from the 
uh, specifically the Japanese culture when it comes to superheroes, Power Rangers, which is my favorite show, mm-hmm. was literally mm-hmm. lifted from um, Super Sentai Warrior. And yep. I think it really shaped how what children's superheroes were um, for a long time. I mean, mm-hmm. in the 90s, it was all about kids who had a way of turning into a super fighter, you know, mm-hmm. a morpher, a this. It, now, a lot of it was also based on being able to sell toys. So we <laughs> that was like also a very big thing. But mm-hmm. um, I would say, especially the 90s, you had so many of those types of shows that were um, based off of these shows in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even remember what VR Troopers and The Mass Rider and all of those were based off of, but like they, that was literally footage from those shows and it shaped an entire generation of Mm -hmm. like kids superheroes. Because when I was a kid outside of like X-Men and like the big names, my favorite superheroes were those, you know, the Power Rangers and um, the VR Troopers. And like, there were so many different types of shows that were just like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't know, like they were, we, I think we kind of, while, we have, you know, the the big, the heavy hitters, so to speak, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and Marvel and things like that. I think that the um, the niche for kids and the kid superheroes and stuff like that was heavily shaped by um, Japanese culture, especially in the the nineties and early two thousands. I would say. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm curious as to why. I'm curious as to why, like, the, um, just because, like. I liked it, but um, <laughs> but I, I wonder what made execs be like, that's our next thing. But then again, they also brought Wipeout over from Japan eventually. <laughs> we bring a lot of shows over Listen. from Japan. <laughs> a lot of shows over from the Asian countries in general, Listen, like Japan, everything. Japan, when they, when they said, hey, Japan, you can't have an army anymore. Japan said, okay, so we're just gonna do other things. And they just put a lot of energy into their, their, um, their arts and their- mm-hmm. um, yes. Technology. Their technology. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I think it's not that there is no culture in America. It's that American culture is clearly racist. And so for me, I think it's, interesting to have Japanese culture is so steeped in like there's so many mythologies there's so yes. many um or Chinese culture you know because yes. uh because uh Dragon Ball Z is technically it's not Japanese culture I think that's technically it's Chinese. based off of um Chinese, a Chinese culture, culture but it's a right. Japanese show right okay. yeah mm-hmm. and so um so th- there's so many things that you can draw from um that are like ancient and mm. uh mm-hmm. non-copyrighted <laughs> um and, and and you can kind of just make it up as you go along mm-hmm. um in a way that no one's going to be like well that's like superman <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I see. because yeah. if you want to yeah. talk about it superman's more like son goku than because mm-hmm. that existed first yeah like you know if you want to talk about mm-hmm. an orphan from a, a planet that it doesn't exist anymore um mm. and so um it's uh, this this the cyclical nature of our borrowing mm-hmm. is is what i'm thinking about right now is so interesting yeah it's just yep. really yes it, it you're it is a cyclical it's nature, cyclical truly. it keeps yeah. happening and why they're able to keep it so fresh and original is that they have a culture 
uh, that is thousands of years old to draw upon. They have the yeah. mythology where there isn't really American mythology outside of what Paul Bunyan and uh, what's the what's John the, Henry, what's, John Henry, my dude, John Henry. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I was doing the hand motion. You got it. <laughs> Like that's American mythology, so like lame. hardworking men. We so, so lame. It is. It, it's about production. It is. It is about production. It's about mm -hmm. uh, people that uh, literally pulled themselves up by bootstraps or mm -hmm. not didn't even have boots and just were just hitting trains and doing mm -hmm. things. But like, um, but yeah, American it, culture it, is capitalism. Yes. American culture is capitalism oh. at the end of the day, and. You know, I, that's what I loved. I know this is kind of a little off topic, but that's why I love no, Lovecraft God. Country so much because I uh, felt like yeah. it showed a folklore that felt rooted in American culture, Black culture. Like it, it felt like it was ours, right? It didn't feel mm -hmm. like it was... I don't know. It didn't like, it felt like how I view, like, when, you know, when I saw Shang-Chi and I'm looking at all this stuff and I'm like, there's so much folklore yeah. like mm -hmm. in this culture, like this, this, the, it was beautiful to look at. It was beautiful to watch. And I was just like, Oh, I wish we had something like that, you know? And yeah. when I think about Lovecraft, Lovecraft country, like that was kind of like that culture, that folklore that I don't know, mm -hmm. that I wish we kind of had. I was going to say, you know, in, in our own, like, especially as Black people in America, we do kind of have, I mean, you look at us bringing religions over and disguising it, mm -hmm. um, you know, and there's this whole, this mysticism mm -hmm. that was demonized. So we don't really explore it because the right. only way we're allowed to explore it is like saying like, oh, voodoo's evil, like mm, zombies, right. mm. like, you know, like, mm, this is bad, like, right. but like, you know, with, with like no research whatsoever, you know, because, you know, this is America, you take at everything at face value and you don't re do research because research is bad and you just believe what people tell you, the end. And yeah. so we, there is a missed opportunity that who knows, maybe I'll take it up. Um, I'll take up the mantle. Oh, yeah. um, but of like all this wonderful folklore and mysticism within African-American culture, within native culture, mm. um, you know, the people who are actually Americans who were here first and were brutalized, mm. you know, and the fact that our cultures were intertwined during the past because, right. you know, slaves run away, they run into, you know, uh, a native tribe and they're like, these white people and they're like i know these white people <laughs> come come through and you know like so you know if you if you look into like hoodoo it's a mix of african spirituality and native spirituality mm. because they they found that commonality they're like oh this is you use these herbs for this too i too use these herbs to heal this you know like mm -hmm. but we're nothing really explores that because it's demonized by the capitalist culture that is currently and has been forever mm -hmm. ruining everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I think, oh, I, I was thinking, uh, what, mm. what I was saying before was about um, speaking of Shang-Chi. Um, I just really appreciated um, for the most part, I've, sp I've spoken to some uh, 
East Asian friends since the movie came out. And for the most part, they liked it. They liked it better than Mulan. I'll say that. Um, okay. The, <laughs> the Mulan wow. remake. Um, remake. But, yeah. <laughs> but I think um, it did a really um, good job in the same way that Black Panther, you know, they're doing their best mm -hmm. in within the capitalist structure of trying to give us some culture and mm -hmm. give us some cultural specificity and uh bring the legends of other people into the superhero world in a way that westerners can understand mm -hmm. um and i really appreciated it for that because it, it was also just like a really beautiful film to watch and mm -hmm. i love michelle yo so there's that but i love her I so much. she's uh, she's in like six movies this year i was like mm -hmm. bitch did you stop okay Someone no. called her. <laughs> Someone called her Asian Angela Bassett, and I was like, I cannot. But that's the most accurate thing I've heard. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not but wrong. But she has been around for She's been around forever, of course. I'm yeah. obsessed with her. Yeah, but her I'm so, so happy for her like career glow up because yes. she's, she very much deserves it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that sometimes it's very clear when they've hired the correct people to do these pieces. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because sometimes, you know, of course, we uh, we get like really bad versions of these things, like Mulan. Yep. <laughs> um, the live action, once again. The live the action. Live action. Um, yes, the Disney movie was. It. It's lit. It's lit. <laughs> it's still lit. I watch it every day. It's still lit. It's the best. And one. the music. And listen, I know it. I'm sorry to me to go on this tangent, but I know it's Donny Osmond singing that song, but. That song care. still slaps. <laughs> I don't I'll make a man out of Wong, you. I don't know why they didn't have B.D. Wong sing it. That man sings. I don't know. I that don't man know. Sings. But I'm going to tell you Donny Osmond ate. Oh, and... I know. He did. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for, for, for what they were, for what was happening in the 90s where they were just like, <laughs> um, <laughs> fine. Of fine. course, these days, it would be very different. Yes. Um, yes. But. Get back to your original, um. I don't think if it was a question, but it's just uh -huh. a topic of discussion. I guess it was the, was it the differences between like our, how Americans view their superheroes versus other cultures? And I think we've only really talked about anime, but is there, are, are there any other cultures that have like superheroes that are specific? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I guess we mm -hmm. all know that the, or most of these superheroes are American or they are, if they're not from American, then they go, they come to America first, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? So it's like, do we know of, I, I can't even really think of any other superheroes like outside of anime or American culture. It's really hard because like, I can't speak to like, popularity wise anime yeah. so popular so it's so yeah, easy right. to be like you know because we could talk about star wars and then we talk about star wars visions and be like mm -hmm. look at that mm -hmm. <laughs> um mm -hmm. and, and and how george lucas took a lot from japanese culture yeah to make jedi to begin with mm -hmm. um because jedi would not exist without uh you know, uh, samurai, samurai, and mm. and all the you know the, the the helmets that they have, Darth Vader's helmet especially, mm -hmm. um, uh, and the cloaks or like the yep. uh, yeah. robes that they wear and all that stuff, um, which was very clear in Star Wars Visions. Like they did a, 
uh, like I was like, oh, I knew this, but mm-hmm. you like you drew, they clearly drew the parallels so succinctly that I was like, no one could ever doubt this again. Like I'm sure there are still. I always talk about white fanboys. Sorry, white fanboys, if you're listening to this, but <laughs> but uh, white fanboys who are like, no, it's not like that. Even though you could go to a Star Wars museum and it'd be like George Lucas based it off of, blah, 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 blah. and they'll still be like, no, it's not. George Lucas is just a genius. It came from his mind. And I'm like, relax. No. Okay. <laughs> Calm down. But um, I, I guess, like, I'll kind of pivot thinking about Star Wars. Um, but it's interesting in the realm of Star Wars because there's so many worlds in Star Wars. How they use different international dialects or voices mm-hmm. to uh, represent certain peoples, like all the amphibians in Star Wars are Caribbean. <laughs> Mm-hmm. in some way shape or form George Lucas decided that he was like they're all Caribbean um and that's how oh. and that's how like uh obviously Jar Jar um and the Gungans mm-hmm. and then you have Kit Fisto um played by Phil Lamar uh, again mm-hmm. another J- Jamaican-esque mm-hmm. Caribbean accent um yeah it, I find it interesting because because so much of American culture is still shaped by white men mm-hmm. I wonder I'm just curious like what what the, what would the world be like if other people had been involved at a higher mm-hmm. level would they have been like no mm-hmm. <laughs> right don't do that mm-hmm. or, or or could or could at least there have been some more clear um cultural specificity I, I always say cultural specificity if you make it more and more specific yep. instead of just being like well you're from the water so the water's the caribbean and caribbean <laughs> like that's, avatar it, the last airbender does this beautifully sure the sh- mm. yes the tv show the because TV show, they yeah. they're like if you and i'm a huge nut on this show as well because it's like the air nation tribes are based on tibetan tibetan right. culture yeah. you know um the water tribes are based on Inuit and the Inuit or I'm, I know there's a more proper word, but I'm just going to say Inuit and uh, native tribes. Indigenous. In, indigenous. Yeah. Well, maybe. well, I'm, it, no, I think Inuit is, is, is the, the proper word. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the E word specific, is the word they don't say. Yes. Um, so the Inuit tribes um, and then, you know, the, the fire nation, very much Chinese um, mm-hmm. culture, you know, um, and the Earth Kingdom as well, like different aspects of those cultures. So they're very specific with it. They're like, they their bending forms are based on real martial arts forms. And they're like, here's this. She bends differently. So this is based on this. Like they are two white dudes who did their research. And they were like, we're going their research. to. Mm-hmm. And they brought in the right people, the right animators. They watch the right things. And that's why their world is so full. They're like, these are nations in a fantasy world representative of real things, of mm. real people, yeah. of real cultures. I think that's been my problem in, in the past sometimes when it comes to superhero, uh, American superhero stuff, is that the worlds don't feel full. Mm-hmm. Um, they feel very surface level or they like they don't address certain things. And I'm like, but how can you ignore that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand how you can ignore that um, in the context of, in the greater context of what you're trying to prove, whatever your character, your superhero uh, represents. It, and and I, I know it's getting better. I really mm-hmm. loved, I loved Eternals. And I know we can't talk in, in depth about it, but like, 
I loved Eternals because um, this this doesn't give anything away. Um, but all of the Eternals, or most of them at least, all have names that are based in ancient mythology. They're all mm -hmm. characters that we know. They're mm -hmm. all like Gilgamesh, like yep. anybody who studied Mesopotamia in fifth grade mm -hmm. or whenever, whenever mm -hmm. that was. Um, so you mm -hmm. have Gilgamesh, you have Athena, and you're like, but Athena's a Greek god. And they're like, just kidding, it's an eternal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and, um, and, I, and, I, and I loved, uh, that's the reason why I love that movie so much, because even though there were all these characters that I was like, Ooh, there's so many of them, but I, but I still, but I knew them. I felt mm -hmm. my, like somewhere in my, my gut, like I felt like I knew them. So it, it allowed them to explore all these, so many uh, various things um, that other movies have not been able, or other movies to that extent have not been able to explore in the same mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I, I'm really excited. I'm excited for the future. I mean, I hate DC. I'm so sorry. I love DC, but I hate <laughs> the DC extended universe. But I'm very excited, at least for Marvel and some of the TV shows that are coming out mm -hmm. um, and how they are um, getting the right people involved from the beginning to tell complete stories yes. yeah. um, that have a rich life that you can cling to any part of them and be like, oh, that's me. Or, oh, I understand this because it's representative of yada, 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 yada. And mm -hmm. it doesn't feel uh, forced mm -hmm. or, or it doesn't feel, you know, all the people that bombed the Eternals and were like, social justice. Meh, 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 meh. And I was like, <laughs> get out of here with your nonsense. Like, <laughs> I don't have time for it. Get, just get I, over yourself. Get over, <laughs> just get over yourself. I think that's what I loved so much about Falcon and Winter Soldier, even though mm -hmm. I will admit, I fully admit, I was not super excited about it when I heard it was announced. I was just like, oh, okay, you know. But <laughs> watching it and listening to, first, especially listening to the dialogue, it felt mm -hmm. so Black. It felt us. It felt like, mm -hmm. oh, there are Black people in the writing room. And you can tell because of the dialogue. Um, yeah. And it just, I was like, wow, like it is jarring. And then now it's just like, oh, what have I really been listening to? For, mm -hmm. You know, we were so accustomed to uh, listening to how it's been written for so long and to actually have black people in the writing room mm -hmm. and be able to bring that out and for it to be so noticeable. Um, at least to mm -hmm. me, I was just like, wow, this is so different. And it right. just made me love the show even more. That's the same thing too with um, Black Panther. Like, yeah, we saw that movie. I was like, back, back, back. <laughs> like, you know, like, I was like, like, oh, we in Compton, Compton. Oh. <laughs> Compton. <laughs> you know, it's just so good. Like, you know, colonizer. Like, I was like, that is so good. This is so good. Like, I left there thinking, I if only we had just, if nobody had come over and we were mm. all there and everything, it would be Wakanda right now. Like, mm. Right. You know, if nobody had messed up everything and pillaged it for resources and destroyed everything. And, you know, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> well, I, but, but not getting into that exactly. But, like, the way that the American colonialist mindset kind of just infects so many things. Mm -hmm. And people there's a difference between people thinking they're entitled to do something and people who feel a calling 
to yeah. do something. And so mm-hmm. the, we've been talking on and off about Lovecraft Country, but like the guy who wrote Lovecraft Country was white. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. Straight, oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like all day, every day white. And right. I'm just, yeah. every time I think about that, I'm like, what? <laughs> right? Because it feels <laughs> like, like how? But you, it's, Mm-hmm. wild crazy wild. um yeah any 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 wrote it i i think that that speaks to that and then avatar and so many other things can speak to the possibility mm-hmm. that the possibilities that are endless if we got out of our own little bubbles mm-hmm. and saw what else the world had to offer yes. the world has to offer so much to our stories and to us and how we develop and how we see the world. And these people, especially white people going outside of themselves to write Mm -hmm. these stories and write them with such great care Mm -hmm. um, uh, that, that they still are like in the hearts of people to this day is a really big deal. Um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's like a, it's like a really huge deal because there are tons of white people on on record who are like, mm-hmm. well, I don't, I just, I'm not a black person, so I don't think that I can, I can write to to to, to speak to the situation <laughs> that that people would like me to. That's why I don't write black characters mm-hmm. or Tim Burton, which I, ugh, I can't, I can't even get to Tim Burton. Tim, <laughs> yeah. Tim Burton makes me so sad. Anyway, mm-hmm. I can't. But um, but yeah, yeah. I, that's why I think. That's why um that's why I love uh the way that anime has our American culture has shaped anime, how anime has shaped American culture and just gone back and forth. Um I'm sure there are so many other international superheroes, they're just not popular in, mm-hmm. in, in, in the popular culture. If you guys know of any international superheroes that we just haven't spoke of, please feel free to comment below. Um come to our IG. Uh and talk to us about it. Don't forget to follow yes. us at Super Black Podcast on IG and on Twitter at Super Podcast. Let us know your thoughts. I'm going to let the rest of the crew take us out. Um, well, once again, I'm Sheridan. You can follow me if you're interested in vegan food at Island Zephyr Cooks on IG. We say IG now. Um, <laughs> pleasure chatting with you. And I am Jason Williams, he, him pronouns. You can find me on Instagram, IG, at Blue Ranger 83 And my name, as always, is Zuri Washington, she, her pronouns. You can follow me at Zuri with a fringe on top. Don't forget to follow the podcast. I will repeat ad nauseum at Super Black Podcast on IG or at Twitter or on Twitter. I always say at Twitter. That's not what you're supposed to say. <laughs> on well, it's Twitter. Like at sign, so. I know there's like the at sign and then I get my eyes get confused. But follow us on Twitter at Super Podcast. And as always, don't forget, should you need heroes, we've got your back. We fear no topic, we attack. If conversation is what you lack, you'll find it here with Super Black. Bye, guys. <laughs>